starting to realize that I process everything totally different than other people do. Mm. And I'm able to express that with my painting and my art. A lot of my, in fact, why I do my spiral art is anxiety. And that's mm. how I work out my anxiety. So uh, you could look through my, even my Instagram portfolio per, per se, and you can see the segments of a month of anxiety because all of my work is spirals. Got a lot of love. Yeah, that's for sure. Got music and movies and friends and medicine. Yeah, is the show for me and you. The one you love to listen to. Welcome to the Windy Love Ed Show, sponsored by Off Leash Canine Training, Kara's Healthcare, and the Relevant App. We don't dispense medical advice, and all your health choices are your own. Yes, and the opinions expressed on the show today, not necessarily those of our producer, A Edge Productions. This is Season 6, Episode 9, How Does Music and Art Impact Wellness? I'm Wendy Love Edge, and this is my co-host, Brandon Lee. Hey, how are you this week? I'm doing good. I cannot believe it's already episode nine. Are you kidding me? I know. I was thinking, how are you going to hold up fingers when we get beyond 10? <laughs> I don't, I'll go. I, I got toes. I got toes. Let's go. I want to see that. I want to start pulling up toes. <laughs> I'll oh, just lose count after 10, actually. That's probably about it. That's what happened. <laughs> That's it. Well, you talk you about can... music. Oh, obviously, you're with, uh, with music and all the arts. My gosh, mm -hmm. what a great subject. What a large subject to try to tackle today it, it really is um in fact i had a long list of guests and i had to kind of narrow it down who i was going to speak with um about this there's so much to say i mean um you know music and art has been shown to decrease stress um boost self-esteem there's so many pluses to it yeah you know i was thinking about uh you know some of when the pandemic kind of went through and it was kind of close to being over and people are getting back and out uh, back out and all the concerts and all that stuff mm -hmm. so the first concert I got back to was Andy Frasco oh fun and I was crying like I was <laughs> yes. like who cries at Andy Frasco it's me like I'm the only one but yeah it, as you said like it is so impactful and obviously mm -hmm. uh, you know part of my career you know is, is yes. thanks to music and and so many other people's uh creative careers so yeah it's got a lot Got a lot to do with our lives. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, music itself, you know, research is showing how it can decrease blood pressure, decrease stress levels, 
um, even decreased pain. It has such an impact on us. Uh, have you experienced that? I think I have, you know, I, and I bet you it was way back when I started thinking about music and how it can take pain away sometimes. And um, especially heartache and, mm-hmm. you know, those songs or those things that can really kind of um, make you maybe, maybe just a little bit lose yourself in, you know, in the music. And mm-hmm. man, I was the first thing I believe, I just think back to Pink Floyd back in the day, like in high school or something. And um, oh, listen, I grew up in Right. I grew up in the 70s. Sorry to interrupt you, but I was like, I was like Pink Floyd. I mean, I went, I went to the drive-in to see The Wall (laughs) in the 70s. That is still awesome. Right. Still awesome. But for some reason that music, and there's a, there's a few bands out there that do that even today. um, But it's just so impactful. And so um, uh, just influential Mm -hmm. and and how you feel and sometimes uh, bringing out those emotions. So, yeah. And art's the same way. I believe, you know, with music, I start thinking about this and maybe it's a good way to approach um, music as an art. Mm -hmm. Is it every song being a different painting, you know, and um, and visualizing it as that. And it is another piece of art. It's uh, our our musicians are just incredible to do what they do, even local and nationally. So um, for sure. So much effect. You know, it's it's nostalgic. It can take you back to happy times or not so happy too. I mean, it's just kind of like imprinted. I feel like certain songs yes. take me you have any to songs different places. You, you have any songs you just don't want to hear? You know, you're like, no. Oh, uh, yes. Um, yeah. I'm not going to be able to think of it. I like yeah, yeah, but their song. If it came on, you would know it. Right. Well, it's like uh, something sort of traumatic happened and it was playing in the background. Oh, man. And I can't even think of the name of it right now, but it really I don't ever want to hear it. And every it, every so often it comes on the radio and I'll, I'll just switch it real quick, you know. Yeah. You, well, you're mentioning like timestamps, you know, mm-hmm. it's what it is. And um, and they can be bad and good, you know, right. and, I mean, songs, some songs bring me back to awesome concerts and festivals and people and yes um, for sure just a profound effect yeah yeah well there's lots of studies about art too um i was uh, looking at one that was published in art therapy showing that just 45 minutes of creating something like drawing or modeling clay collages um will lower your cortisol It, it actually cortisol is responsible for you know when you have a stress response and causes so many ill effects in the body and uh in 75 percent of the participants in this study that was true i mean so do you have like uh do you do any of these like um clay modeling stuff what do you have an outlet like this to lower cortisol wendy Uh, well i'm i'm an artist i i paint and i do multimedia yeah. stuff and when if if a lot of time passes and i don't engage in those activities i really see a difference so then i'll just carve out some time and immerse myself in an in a painting and yeah. i think it really i see a difference you know a few hours working on something where I'm not thinking about any of the stressful things in my life or uh, yeah, it kind of puts you problems. into a different place. Yes, yeah. Um, I I've never had the cortisol tested before and after, but you know, it feels but you know, better. It's doing something good, yes, and and I and that's I think people got to realize this. You know, there's all these scientific studies and all these hypotheses, uh, but realize what how you feel after this and how mm-hmm. how it how it affects your life and 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 your time. You know, so. 
like you said, if you're feeling something, you feel good about it. That's do more of that. Do the right. things that make you feel good and um, make you feel better and healthier and and stronger. You know. Yeah, for sure. How about you? Do you do you engage in um, artistic pursuits? Artistic stuff. You know, I have. I've you know uh, here and there do some paintings and stuff like that. I try to think about where my art outlet is. Uh, obviously, on my I have a radio show that I do a lot of editing and. Mm-hmm fun things like that and so yeah there's an outlet there with that and that creative side um yeah I don't do very many drawings or anything like that I actually picked up a pencil and and was writing something I realized mm-hmm. I hadn't even written anything you know right. I've been typing and stuff I'm like mm-hmm. I don't my handwriting looks like a kindergartner's now like I just that's another thing you got to practice it's so true so, and you know, just uh, I think it's really cathartic to actually write something out, and most people are not doing that at all anymore. No, it's it's yeah. a it's a lost art. You know, I mm-hmm. I bet you there's a large percentage of the population that can't do cursive, can't write cursive now, and mm-hmm. um and so who knows if we lose that in the future? But it seems like something that um you know with art, there's so many people that are so good at it, mm-hmm. uh, and couldn't imagine not picking up a pen. And right. drawing or doing something on the daily, so that's just yeah. not my outlet. Um, but right. I think the creative side is more of of even what we're doing now of being able mm-hmm. to uh, share and create content and things like that. So that's I think that's probably more of my outlet. Yeah, yeah, and that's definitely an art for sure. Um, it I, takes I practice want... the same way. Yes, right. <laughs> and the thing is, uh, when you were talking about it's not really your outlet, I think partly it if we're if we focus on the end product right we, we might not be uh as inclined to do it if we don't feel like we're good at it right um, exactly. but but really the pro- the process for me is is even more important than the product of course i i want to come out with a, a nice product at the end but if it's not i still don't lose all those benefits that i get from creating yep you know? exactly um and we've talked about this in the past where you just got to do some things, you know, mm-hmm. go back and look at the first episodes of, of uh, things. Look at the first paintings and first drawings or, or writings, all these things they build on. And I can tell you from being uh, on the radio for so long that these local bands that come in, they're like, Hey, we had this single last year, trash that. <laughs> we, <laughs> right. we got this new stuff and it's way better. And we've learned from this. And so, and but you know back when it was coming out they were so proud and so excited about it and it is, and they should be you know um and i think it's a big process of growth with artists as well um just doing it right. starting that and as you say getting the benefits from you know making that art and then you could build on getting better but you got to like it you got to be right. able to right. love what you're doing to start creating and still i also definitely encourage you to embrace and respect the music and the art that you've already done yes for sure you know I think that that is true for most artists and musicians they it's like it's never done you know I mean I've taken paintings off the wall (laughs) (laughs) and 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 and, you know enhanced them we gotta do something here because I need a mustache he needs a mustache (laughs) if it's in if it's in our house I'm likely to take it down at some point and do more to it if if someone has um 
have either gifted or they've purchased something. I don't have that opportunity, but I still you're not, taking, you're not taking the paint off of other people's walls. The painting no. off of other people's walls. You're like, listen, I, we're going to have to fix this right now. <laughs> but I might want to. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear this and you have Wendy's painting in your place, she's coming over. She's got to, she needs to do some, some re-editing there. That's, yes. You know, yes. Like, but everyone, yeah, people are perfectionists mm-hmm. when right. it comes to that. But I also encourage you and, and, and um, you know, remind you that Nothing's perfect with art. That's the beauty of it. If it's mm-hmm. all perfect, you know, you know, as uh, Twenty One Pilots said, I don't know if you can trust that. You know, don't right. trust perfect. <laughs> that's not cool. Yeah. You want it. You want it to have something that's different that stands out. So remember that. There's people love and respect things that are different. Yeah, I agree absolutely. Well, coming up next, my interview with Alara Lovelight. Joining me now is American R&B recording artist and performer based in New York City. Welcome to the show, Alara Lovelight. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm delighted to speak with you. So uh, I'd love to know for our listeners and viewers also, how did you get started in music? Mm, That's like a a question that everybody wants to know, which I like love, Uh um, because everybody's story is different, right? Sure. Um, but I, I firmly, truly believe that I kind of came into this world and that was the purpose and intention for my life. Um, my mother is like a phenomenal piano player and she played like up to the day she delivered with me wow. and she was playing the piano. And I, mm-hmm. I firmly believe that I like got the vibrations of the instrument while I was kind of growing in all in the of that. Womb. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. Uh, developing and that was kind of developing into my subconscious and everything mm-hmm. so um yeah she played like I said she played all the way through her whole pregnancy with me and then I kind of came out and was ready to play the piano right away would you say that music affects your wellness in some way oh my gosh every ounce of it yes a hundred percent I think whether you're a musician or not a musician you like I always tell people that I think it's fascinating that music is vibrational and we as human beings are also vibrational and I think that that connection is like innate in our soul Mm -hmm. and um definitely has to do with the wellness of our mental our physical everything music therapy there's a reason that like that's a thing Mm -hmm. Um, because it really is it is mentally healing it is emotionally healing it is it can be physically healing I yeah I think the power of music is incredible wow um yeah a musician once said to me well you know we have a heartbeat you know so we've got this rhythm going um already yes um so it seems like we're set up for that you know yeah yeah the beat beat of your own drum right is like that comes from something that's really a thing Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so how does, uh, you know, the, the music industry can be so difficult. People are working long hours, you know, not getting adequate sleep. Creativity can even put you into almost a mania, right? Um, <laughs> Definitely. So how does that, uh, how, how do you handle that? How does that, uh, you know, affect your own health and wellness and how mm. you learn to, to handle those challenges? 
Um, yeah, gosh, you nailed it. Like the, the creative mind is just like the most amazing, beautiful and kind of scary thing as you go there and you're like, whoa, there's a lot going on here. Um, and it's hard to like open that door and then shut it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think for myself, um, I'm very like wellness and consciousness as very a huge part of my being of my day-to-day -day practice. I meditate every single day. So for you, the meditation kind of keeps you grounded and yeah. uh, though you may go off on a tangent, not getting enough sleep, not eating well, when it's over, you're ready to recoup some of that. Yeah, That's, yeah. Is that Ment about right? Yeah, mentally, I think it's just a matter of, you know, I have like those little moments during the day where I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I get super overwhelmed or, you know, I, I'm not just an artist, but I run my own company mm -hmm. and my own artistry, which again, is like the best thing ever, but also comes with lots of responsibilities. Right. Um, and so I think any artist is very important to mm -hmm take us, you know, I, I, I'm trying to learn more and more about really how to catch myself. I'm learning more about like the observation of mm -hmm. my actions and my feelings. And I'm like, oh, I see that I'm overwhelmed. I need to move nice. on from this task. Yeah. I think that's kind of the first step, you know, recognizing yeah. what, what's going on and what, and then what you need to do about it, I guess, is the next one, you know. Right, right. But, yeah, right. Um, is it stressful for you? I know you've um, you've worked with, you know, Grammy award-winning producers and number one billboard artists. How do you handle that stress? Or is it stressful for you? Um, I, I don't know that it's stressful for me. I think that it makes me a little anxious in the best way. It's like, <laughs> I remember when I was young, my dad being like, if you ever do something or play a sport or you do something, you should do it with somebody who's better than you mm. because they're going to elevate you. And that's how I feel. I feel like um, I, I have worked really hard in, in terms of studying music and learning ins and outs. And I feel the confidence and empowerment that I deserve a space in that room, mm -hmm. even though... I haven't gotten my Grammy yet. You know, mm -hmm. that's to me, like I believe in manifestation and I believe in the future self. Nice. Yeah. It sounds like your dad gave you really great advice yeah. and, uh, and you have such a wonderful attitude that has to, um, you know, impact on, on your own uh, health mm -hmm. and, and wellness as well, going in with confidence, knowing that you belong there. I think people can learn a lot from that uh, kind of attitude and, you know, setting things up in a really positive way. Um, so I understand that in 2018, you founded the You Matter movement. Uh, could you tell me a little bit about that? Of course. Yeah. You Matter um, is a song that I wrote in 2018. Um, and, you know, somebody kind of had, I'm always amazed at how one thing is actually for another thing is actually, you're like, Oh, I thought I was doing this, but actually, you know, that was for this. Synchronicity. Um, definitely, a hundred percent. And um, so somebody had asked me to write a song for their Instagram page about, it was a weight loss Instagram page mm -hmm. and they wanted me to write a song, which it never even linked up with the, it, like nothing ever happened with that. But oh, okay. 
the universe, you know, that was for something else. So mm -hmm. it inspired me to write a song. And I was like, how do I write a song that speaks to everybody? You know, mm -hmm. weight loss people, we like, I have formally gone through a transformation physically. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, people like, I know how that feels, but every, like, I want to write a song that everybody can relate to that mm -hmm. makes everybody feel empowered, not just somebody on their weight loss journey. Nice. And, um, that's where kind of the concept of you matter came from, because I was like, how do I, you know, portray a lyric or a song that makes anybody feel important. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you matter, you know, of course, everybody matters, Grace. no matter what you, you know, your hair or your skin tone or your any, anything, your mm -hmm. sexual orientation is like, no, you matter. And that's what was really important to me. So I wrote that song and then we ended up doing the music video for it. And it kind of just turned into a movement of empowerment and people telling their story and talking, you know, like I have a lot of different stories, you know, like I can relate a lot on a lot of different levels, but I can't tell everybody's story. You know, I can't, I'm not, I haven't lived certain things I I you know everybody's different so I went and I did a music video and we had a whole bunch of different types of people tell their story and it was such a cool thing to be a part of I love that and, wow um, yeah see them tell their stories I had thought oh everybody will tell this different story and they'll feel empowered but a lot of their stories started to overlap and I was like, wow, you know, we all think we're going through this and nobody understands and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, actually, we're a lot, a lot of the same, a lot right. of the same feeling, you know, like no matter what the experience is, there's still a feeling of loneliness or there's mm -hmm. still a feeling of fear. And like those base feelings, a lot, we all go through. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's so, so true. That's came from. So yeah. true. Yeah, um, I just I love um, your your description of it. Uh, it sounds absolutely beautiful, um, and and that, that you can use music to help people to understand that and see those connections. What a beautiful thing! Yeah, the best. Such a blessing. So, where can people find your music and uh, get in touch with you? They can find me a few different ways. Um, Eroticy is out, is doing like amazingly well. Every single day is kind of a new, exciting thing. Um, it recently did a million views on TikTok, which is oh, like fantastic, crazy to think how like those things, you know, like uh -huh. it can happen overnight. Mm -hmm. um, somebody, you know, a million people can hear it overnight. That's so cool. And um, it recently got picked up by Pandora. So that's Excellent. all to say that if you Google a Laura Lovelight, you'll probably find me. Uh -huh. um, but I usually tell people like whatever your your music preference is, mm -hmm. the music is probably there. Um, your streaming preference, whether that be online or Apple Music or Spotify, um, you can find it there. And then personally, people can find me at Alora Lovelight on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok. Um, they can find me there. And then if they want to learn more about my company, um, we offer like courses and workshops and empowerment, um, the You Matter movement. So people can go to lovelightsoundmusic.com and they can find me there too. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. This has been of wonderful. Course. Joining me now is Shelly Mover, 
a self-taught artist from Fayetteville, Arkansas, who experiments with mixed media and oil painting. Welcome back to the show, Shelley. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited you asked. Yes, me too. It's been a while. Um, I think Two you years. were on, yeah, I think it was like season three or something. Yeah. Yep, 2019. Well, I thought this episode would be perfect for you since we're talking about health and wellness and art. And, uh, you know, the, the medical community has come a long way with looking at art as a modality oh. for healing. Um, right. So what are your thoughts about it? Does, uh, does art help you with health and wellness? Um, what's your journey been like? It, it's really my base of functioning, honestly, now. Um, I know we talked about this in the last um, interview I had with you, but I had an 18-year addiction, opiate dependency, after I broke my back when I was pregnant with my son. And... One of the things that I'm now realizing after, you know, now I'm in my sixth year of uh, clean time. Congratulations. Uh, from opiates. Thank you. And what I'm, you know, learning now uh, with my art and also with uh, my mental health care is that I process everything in a, I, I mean, I'm starting to realize that I process everything totally different than other people do. Mm. And I'm able to express that with my painting and my art. A lot of my, in fact, why I do my spiral art is anxiety. And mm. that's how I work out my anxiety. So uh, you could look through my, even my Instagram portfolio per, per se, and you can see the segments of a month of anxiety because all of my work is spirals or bubbles or, right. you know, something like that. So. so that circular motion as you're creating helps to ease the anxiety? Oh, absolutely. And it makes, it centers me. Um, I tried to take a few cues from my therapist and, you know, try to breathe in and out and, just feel everything that is coming through my body, especially during a panic episode. Um, I think I numbed all of that, you know, with opiate addiction. And so when I did get clean, it was like, it hit me with, it hit me like a brick wall. That's how I've stayed clean. And, and, you know, I had probably 150 to 200 times that I tried to be clean or wow. more Wow. or more. And so I was absolutely determined this time I had to do it um, to save the relationships in my life and in my life and my life. Your own life, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. So, so would you say that art saved your life in, in essence? Oh, absolutely. I know it did. I tell people that all the time. Art saved my life. Art is my life. Art was my life before addiction. Mm -hmm. Um. And addiction absolutely deadened me to feeling anything and everything. And so I think when I did um, uh, get clean, the anxiety increased to a level that I didn't know how I was going to function. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you remember me. I am extremely calmed down considering I, I couldn't stop moving mm -hmm. in my first few years of clean time. I was so anxious. I mean, it was, my hair was falling out. I was so nervous and right. yeah. Yeah, I do remember. And I see, yeah. a, I see a big change 
um, in how you present yourself. Uh, there's sort of a, an underlying calm that I feel now that I, that I didn't feel before. And right. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you, Wendy. And You've been such could... a great support through this all. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. And, um, and your artwork is amazing. Thank um, you. I'm looking at this um, David Bowie portrait behind you. So the person that actually owns this um, is in the process of moving. So she asked me if I could keep it in the studio. I said, sure. I but love it. I did a really, I did finish up a really interesting piece today um, that I think I'm going to show at the Black Apple Awards. Uh -huh. I love that. Beautiful. And I'm doing a, a series of four of the 12 by 12s. Mm -hmm. I really like it because it looks almost psychedelic. Right, right. Yeah, it has some movement to it. Yeah, it has that. a lot of movement, but it also has a metallic that you can't, it looks different from every angle. So I really right. love doing that, you know, mm -hmm. something that looks um, multidimensional. <laughs> right. I would think with anxiety and even PTSD, um that uh having um all that movement would would also be calming i, I don't know what are your thoughts you're about absolutely that? right yeah yeah it i am um, a couple of the symptoms that i have that i'm i'm sure you're very aware of is the hypervigilance mm -hmm. and my hypervigilance used to be so bad that i couldn't have my back to anyone sure right and um now i can i mean just processing not so much with my paper pieces but mm -hmm. definitely with my oil i just i work on them for hours and hours and hours like an entire day mm -hmm. of just focusing on these fine details and it's it's zen like to me mm -hmm. so it, it's yeah that's I'm amazing. just excited to be alive, honestly. Yes. I'm excited I that you're alive and, in hell. and well, in hell. you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so how, what, do you have any advice for someone who maybe is at the start of their journey um, and maybe they never really explored art? You know, is, right. is art still a modality for healing if someone's not? Oh, my artist? goodness. Absolutely. Um it's about practice and mm -hmm. it's about experimentation and you can't um you can't be too hard on yourself right because maybe, when you rip yourself apart it's right that's not shows. helpful sure and maybe the product isn't even the goal no. you know no. the journey of actually doing it when you were talking about the spirals and the circles yeah. you know that's really the journey of creation and what comes out at the end for someone perhaps who doesn't call themselves an artist may not even matter. I don't know. Even if you feel like you don't have talent, just getting words on a paper, um, that's art to me. Yes, right. Um, change your house around. Just make yourself in, you know, in something that you feel comfortable in. That's art. So mm -hmm. that's why I think just everything, your plate at dinner time can be art. Right. right. That's Great my point. Perspective. Yes, I love that. Uh, where can people get in touch with you? Well, um, Instagram is pretty much my mainstay. Facebook mm -hmm. as well. Um, I, you, I know you have my handles. Um, I'm also uh, 
co-founder of a makers group in uh, Northwest Arkansas, and it's called NWA Makers. And um, you can get to me through the gallery page on the Instagram. Uh, we, uh, I will plug that we are having a spring makers market April nice. 30th on Mount Sequoia. Mm -hmm. And we have, I think at this point, 91 artists signed wow. up. Amazing. So it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And we've got a great team. Cat uh, and Cat Barlow and Bo Jetton and I are all handling it. And uh, we're going to pull off a really beautiful event. I love it. I think yeah. art and music and all of it is sort of coming back uh, from the oh. pandemic state that we've I all know been it's in. so exciting. I hate to even say it out loud almost, you know, <laughs> but, right. but it seems that way. Um, exactly. I feel the same way. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It's been delightful. Miss Teddy here with your Food is Medicine Minute. What if I told you I had the secret for better brain health, improve your flexibility, minimize stress, reduce depression, help with weight loss, increase energy, improve cardio, <laughs> have better coordination, strength, and balance. It can improve your social and emotional health, and it can help with self-esteem and confidence. The secret, my friends, is to just turn on some music and... Bust a move and dance. Yes, dancing helps with everything I told you to do. So just dance, folks. It's not that hard and it's fun. For more information on food and medicine, please feel free to contact me at Learn from Teddy on Facebook. Thank you. Well, that was some really great information from artists and musicians. And Miss Teddy, did you see the bloopers from Miss Teddy's? Yes, we week? shared those with all the crew, uh, the Winnie uh, Lovett show. And um, her laugh, like I said, I told you that I, if I could make myself laugh like that, like maybe at least <laughs> once a day, I think I would be good. I think I'd be good. She is absolutely hilarious. Yes. And, and that laugh, what the... Yeah, the laugh is, is if just, I laugh like that, I would smile. laugh at my laugh and then laugh and laugh and laugh. That's what I would do. That's insane. She's awesome. Yes, for sure. Um, so uh, let's talk about new music this week instead of what we've been watching. What have you been listening to? What's new out there? Uh, that's a good question. I've, uh, I'm lucky enough with what I do that I get to hear a lot of new music, but I really search on my own. You know, you don't have to have a profession like mine to you know, listen to new music. There's all sorts mm -hmm. of ways and outlets that you can do that. I am a huge fan and he's been featured on the show of Sean James. Oh, uh, yes. I want to let you know he's got a new album out and I was just looking through this. He's charting on a new single, which is, it gets me excited because that means more people get to listen to him, you mm -hmm. know, and more people get to experience Sean James. He's actually doing a United States tour and then going overseas and doing a tour. But uh, the new single is called Blood from a Stone. Mm -hmm. And if you want to hear, you, you've heard it. If you listen to a couple episodes or watch a couple episodes of the show, you've heard it. But you want to hear an amazing voice. This guy's incredible. So I yes. definitely highly suggest this. And um, also a good time right now, if you're trying to go out to a festival this season, to start mm -hmm. listening, go to those, you know, festival lineups 
and start listening to those smaller word bands, you know? Oh, yeah. I always suggest that and finding some new music that maybe you'll love before you go out there and check out all these bands, maybe at a festival. A little That's later really good year. advice, uh, because yeah. if you've if you've heard it a few times, like uh, at home, then when you go to the festival, it feels familiar. Yes. You know? And that's and always a, more fun, you know, yeah, way better experience. And then you then you kind of anticipate uh, these bands that come up on stage. Like, oh, my gosh, I've been listening to them. And it kind of gives you a little bit more of an attachment when you when you look at a blankly at a lineup and you don't right. know very many bands. Right. You know, a lot of people that get older or even younger mm-hmm. uh, that are not in the scene so much. It sometimes helps to just go through that and, and listen to some of those bands and kind of get a little bit more familiar. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's so much fun to see um, Sean James' success when it, when you've seen him locally. Um, yes. You know, that it, it just feels so good. You feel so good for them, you know. Right. Um, just yeah. how much he's worked. We know that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think tonight, uh, Angela and I are going to go out and listen to some live music, which we have not been doing at all. Um, I'm, when we're finished recording, I'm going to check out what's going on tonight. What, so where are you going? Where Do you know yet? Do you I know don't know yet. Doing? I don't know yet. But, but this will be one of the first times you've actually been out and seen live music. Yes, yes. I talked about it earlier in the show. You were going to cry tonight, Wendy. You're going to, it's something weird, like the energy in the room, and you're just going to lose it for a half a second. I, I did. I have so missed that. Um, you know, if you if anyone knows me, I I'm typically was out uh, watching live music creating shows and festivals and oh, yeah. it just was such a huge part of my life that hasn't been there the last two years and I think it has affected my health and wellness because I so enjoy doing that and you're so right that energy in the room that you yeah. can't get any other way you can't get it by watching a, a live stream no um, and you, you can't know. it's the sound and the energy and the, and the everything that's in the room it's um yeah, there's nothing that can match it. So right. especially if you're into music, you know, if you have any kind of love for listening to it around the house and things like that. Some people are just, you know, my old boss used to say he had a wooden ear, like he didn't listen to any music. <laughs> and that's perfectly fine. But right. hopefully you have an outlet for the arts um, and get to experience it. The live experience with music is unparalleled. You can't, you can't really match that you know right for sure and and I love also you know combining the two like if if um, there's something at a gallery and there are live musicians uh, performing for me that experience just really fills me up it's like nothing else yeah it, it reminds me there's a there's a guy named Randall Shreve that puts on a whole sideshow mm-hmm. while he does the songs you know and there's uh, I remember one uh, show he did he had people hooked like they hooked on their skin, like put hooks in their skin and swung over the crowd, you yes. know, and they do like all sorts of acrobats and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, visuals are always super cool when you can add those to the music too. I hope that you can find something like that tonight in, uh, in town, Wendy. Like I, <laughs> yes. I don't know what they got like in the middle of the week when we're doing this, but hey, right. you're going to find live music. I think you'll find it somewhere. Yeah, we'll find something and uh, it'll be the start of of coming back out into the into that world, um, I think we're we're starting to see it, it uh, build some momentum again. And well, I hope exciting. you get a big old breath of just relief because it's you know that's kind of what I felt after I you know got boosted, did all the things that I need to do or or mm-hmm. felt like I was safe to do, and um, yeah, I felt a lot of relief after that, and 
Nice. It's kind of weird the things that you keep and the things that you just leave behind, though, too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a different world. It really is. And um, I learned to really hang on to those experiences as much as possible. So instead of, you know, all right, I'm going to go out here and do this. I really have been trying to focus more on the music and the energy. Even. So nice. I think it did give you a little bit of a reset with that. Yeah, for sure. That's wonderful. Well, coming up next, Training with Mary Jane. I'm Wendy Loveedge, and this is Training with Mary Jane. And I'm Shannon from Off Leash Canine Training, helping you guys out. <laughs> Today with Mary Jane, we are going to work on place for her training. Let's see. She's already intrigued by it. She's already sniffing it out. That's such a great, already good start. What I'm going to do, I'm going to add some more treats to the mix. Good. Oh, that's a good girl. Now that she's all the way on, all four paws, Mary Jane. Can you sit? Good place. That's where I reiterate the word place. Good place. She doesn't want treats too much. I'm not going to force them. But if she wants to take them, that's cool. Now I'm going to say break. Yeah, good girl. That celebratory feeling, make her feel good that she just accomplished something. And we're going back. Awesome. Mary Jane, sit. I'm going to ask second time with the remote. Mary Jane, sit. Good place. Uh-oh. So what happens when she gets off? I'll work on that in just a second. Right now, I'm just get, getting her confident being on it. Good place. Break. Good. All right. So when we start working on her staying there, I'm going to start tapping when she gets off. I'm going to guide her back to show her, hey, you made a mistake. No one's mad. We're not yelling. No one's getting loud. The whole point of this, it's just the rules of the game. I'm just telling you the rules. All right. Come on, Mary Jane. Come on, place. So we're waiting for all four paws. She's going to put her butt down. Good place. That's a good place. Oh, she did want treats. Good job. Now I'm going to let her kind of be. If she were to get off, I'm going to tap lightly, and I'm going to guide her back. So I'm just letting her be. Uh-oh. Place. Place. Good. Uh-oh. Place. I'm going to wait for that butt to go down. Good place. Break. Good girl. Oh, she did so good. Oh, she did so good. Yeah. All right. This has been another session with Off Leash Canine Training and Mary Jane. Thanks for tuning in. Till next week. Break. Yay. Good girl. I'm Dr. Brian Nickel, your cannabis expert for CannabisExpertMD.com with a music and cannabis pairing for the Wendy Love Ed Show. Wendy's musical guest this week is Lip Truce. Now, they're from Denver, Colorado. The trio, they've been together since 2017, originally playing as the band Sir. Um, they remade the band in 2019 as Lip Truce. Singer um, Sarah Angela and uh, guitarist Kim O'Hara and drummer Luke Methrins, I believe I got his name right, they decided to take the band to a kind of a new direction and move into a more kind of a pop kind of vibe to what they were doing previously. Angela worked a whole lot on uh, developing a dramatic stage presence and on her performance. They worked with engineer and co-producer Bob Horn. Now, uh, Bob helped to uh, bring them to a kind of a new edgy pop kind of sound that they've really managed to make their own. They released their self-titled debut album in 2019. Uh, they did some live shows, local shows, as well as some streaming events due to the COVID uh, thing. I listened to You Think You're Hollywood. Now, it's a 
pop uh, rock kind of song that sounds like it has a little bit of Portishead in there. Uh, some Blondie mixed in, maybe a little Massive Attack, and a little sprinkle of Fantagram on top, all mixed together. Again, they kind of produce a sound that is entirely their own. Uh, the song is about a uh, exit interview with a former lover whose impressions of themselves is uh, the opposite of a reality. It's a very sexy, uh, very well-produced and recorded uh, tune with the uh, very, very tight band backing up Sarah's very powerful vocals quite well. For this, I was looking for a strain that, that uh, was pretty energizing uh, to really match the confident energy of the song. For this, I selected Natural State Medicinal's Mandarin Cookies. Now, Mandarin Cookies is a very potent strain at 26% total THC, a little bit of trace CBD in there as we often see. Terpenes show a very potent 3.8%. That's uh, usually around twice as much as you see in your average strain. It is uh, pinene, beta-caryophyllin, and linalool uh, co-dominant, running right about 0.63 to 0.69%. The only other terpenes making mention here are hemuline and uh, terpinaline, both at 0.17%. Now, mandarin cookies, again, a very potent strain that will give you a, a lot of focus and energy with really high pinene levels and the high THC initially. The beta-caryophyllin and linalool, now, they're going to kind of rein in a little bit of the edginess that the uh, very high pinene and THC may provide. They uh, will settle in with the terpinaline to kind of give a little bit of a chill focused high, but you're going to be a little bit relaxed on the whole thing. I still recommend patients with PTSD or high anxiety levels avoid this strain as it can precipitate this in you. So mandarin cookies, this should be just a strain to uh, let you contemplate being, the, being in the position an ex thought they had occupied and uh, really enjoy the win on that one. The win being that you are more Hollywood now than they ever could be. For more information on all things medical cannabis, check us out at CannabisExpertMD.com. We're also available on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under CannabisExpertMD. And now I present to you Lip Truce with You Think You're Hollywood. Count me out I, I'm not thinking about you, baby I'ma do what I do They didn't make moves Late night thoughts make me hate you It's your exit interview Oh, you're so singular Your picture faded to a blur 
And I'm Wendy Lovedge. And this is Mile High News. So Candace, what article do you have for us today? Well, Wendy, today's article is at a marijuana movement. NCAA moves to lower marijuana penalties for student athletes and increase the limits for THC drug testing. Wow. Well, I want to say I know nothing about sports. So I had to look up what is NCAA National Collegiate Athletic Association. Um, That's a really thought-provoking article. So what were the rules before? Well, the rules before were kind of harsh. Like um, a positive test immediately renders a player ineligible for 50% of the regular season. And then a second one would result in suspension for the entire season. That's unbelievable. And and no like third try. It's two strikes and you're out. That's crazy. Right, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. And then if you think about it, the if there's somebody suspended and then they got a scout coming in to see and they're not going to see into play, their career's pretty much over. Oh, unbelievable. So what are the new rules? Uh, the key committee recommended that student athletes no longer will automatically lose their eligibility to play following the positive THC test. Also effective immediately, the THC threshold um, that constitutes a positive test is being increased from 35 to 150 nanograms a millimeter. And instead of an automatic suspension for a positive test, there will be no less play time as long as the the school provides management plan and education for the student. Same goes for the second. As long as they um, complied with the management plan, whatever that might be, if they don't comply, um, they recommend suspension um, for participating 25% and um, of the regular season. Mm -hmm. And then if not on the second time, it would be a 50%. uh, So, right. Well, that's a little bit better. Um, I wonder what the management and education plan is and who's creating that's that. That's what I was thinking. Like, mm-hmm. I think maybe the school just comes up with a management plan on how they're going to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure the test or the education for the students is probably telling them how drugs are bad for them. And we know right. all that isn't true for cannabis. Right, right. It's probably still got some reefer madness attached, but that is some progress. Um So uh, what made them decide to change uh, these bylaws? This conversation all started after last summer when the U.S. sprinter Sakari Richardson was suspended for the Olympics over a failed cannabis test. Mm -hmm. He admitted to using it, 
in a legal state after learning about her mom's passing. Uh, she should have the right to use that medicine, you know, whether she's uh, an Olympic uh, candidate or in sports or whatever her profession is, in my opinion. I agree. And I believe <laughs> the huge backlash that people got for letting her go is probably what started this conversation. Right, right. Um, I heard also that NFL players no, no longer face the possibility of being suspended um, over a positive test either. Is that true? Yes, and also the NBA announced last year that they are extending its policy of not randomly drug testing players for cannabis, and the MLB decided in 2019 to remove cannabis from um, its list period of banned substances. Well, there's some progress in sports. You know, it's, it's not perfect, but uh, gosh, that's, that's definitely showing a record of progress. For sure, for sure. And, you know, we all know that cannabis is so great for the after working out the, you know, coming down off your work and feeling loose and mm -hmm. just relaxing your muscles. And it helps so much with the after effects of exercise. Oh, sure. Just to, to calm after like a heavy workout um, or reduce pain you know, swelling, there's so many things that, that it could help with. So I think that the fact that it's um, becoming a little more open to athletes is really important. And maybe by example, we'll see that in other industries. For sure, for sure. And it would be nice, you know, the federal legalization um, yes. and that way that they could feel that they could speak out for this now. Cause a lot of people, they just feel like if they speak up for cannabis, they will be backlashed on. And it's mm -hmm. true. People do right. not follow you anymore because you're a cannabis user and you deal with that. So if more NFL players and sports people would stand up and say, hey, this helps me, mm -hmm. that might change a few more minds. Right. I think so. And I think we're starting to see some of it. Um, I think we're out of the baby steps. It feels like there's some movement. So that's good. For sure. For sure. And education's the key, I always say. We've got to teach those people who don't necessarily aren't pro-cannabis to open their minds about looking into the fact that it's so beneficial for so many people. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for reporting on this article. This has been a Mile High News Report on the Windy Love Edge show. Stay lit, everyone. Well, what a great show it's been. Do you have any final thoughts about art, music, and wellness? You know, I think all of those go together so well. You know, a lot of people, especially getting out, which we've talked about in this episode with the pandemic and people just trying to dip their toe in the water to get out and experience new music or show off their art. And mm -hmm. these things that they've been keeping in their closet or in their back room that they've been working on, all these projects, that's the one thing that I think we can really be excited about is all of this new music that people have been kind of holed up with and, and kind of clutched to chess with and um, it's about to all just blossom. I really have a, this feeling that this spring and summer, we're going to see a lot of new art and a big movement. And I, I just kind of feel that. So mm -hmm. hopefully you're on that side of uh, seeing that uh, music and art and all these things really do have a big, profound uh, effect on your wellness and, and how you feel on the daily. So mm -hmm. encouraging you guys to keep on doing that and uh, exploring new music. And never settle for like oh i like that old school stuff you can always listen to old, old school music <laughs> i'm encouraging you to reach out and listen to some music maybe that you wouldn't expect to like 
for an artist that you didn't know. Right. That's that's a very good point. All of it. I think we get stuck in a rut sometimes uh, with music and we're listening to the same thing. But, yes. you know, to keep growing, you know, the, there's there's all kinds of new artists out there and things. To there listen is. To. Wendy's going to go experience that tonight as yes. she's getting out and about <laughs> and uh, going to actually watch some live music. So, yes. Um, and, and, and I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say, um, you know, it, it's time to uh, perhaps get out a little bit more and and do that yourselves you know it's it just really fills you up um, and and also I, I want to say you know even if you don't see yourself as an artist or musician um, you know explore a little bit it's it's good for your brain they say that uh, people who engage in uh, art or music activities uh, have better memory and think more quickly it's really good for you uh so you know explore that a little bit you can do your own little test on yourself when you add some art and music to your life do you, do you actually feel a little better you know right and maybe like you like polka music like i like polka what like <laughs> yes. you don't know you have not explored that so yes definitely encourage you to check out some new horizons when it comes to music and and art you know, I think there's so many different outlets when it comes to art as we barely scrape the surface when mm-hmm. you're talking about art and painting and sculpting and and just going out to some of the amazing places that house the the arts and local places that do this. So, um, yeah, encouraging you to get on out there. Be safe. We're not just pushing you out the out the door. <laughs> Be safe. And we know your own body and, and what you're um, you know, what you're capable of. And yeah, get on out there and definitely enjoy it. Yes, for sure. Well, have a great week, everyone. Bye. The Wendy LeVette Show is sponsored in part by Caris Healthcare, The Relevant App, Lit Premium Smoking Supplies, 131 Inclusion Gallery, Irie Bliss Wellness, The Balm Cannabis Body Care, Lindsay Camp with Synergy One Lending, Off-Leash Canine Training, and Green Harvest Health inviting you to reclaim your wellness. Hi, my name is Stephen Coger, and I'm running for prosecutor of Washington and Madison counties. The justice system is broken, especially here in Arkansas, and one of my first policy changes will be ending the criminalization of marijuana possession. We should not be wasting our limited resources on a plant that is legal in half the country. Instead, we will focus on fighting violent crime. We'll also make major reforms and show how ending the harmful cycles of fines and fees of cash bail and overly punitive probation actually saves millions of tax dollars and makes us safer. Early voting begins on May 9th and the election is on May 24th. There's more information about me and the campaign at votecoger.com. That's vote, C-O-G-E-R, dot com. Paid for by the Committee to Elect Stephen Coger.